Fraser. Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch-Up Podcast. It is Flex and Frooms on Cater. I went to LA. I think you should call it Los Angeles. LA sounds like your head's up your ass. Respectfully. Re- who says Los Angeles? I don't know. Something about LA. Yeah, I was in we LA. Have three people in the room who have said yeah. uh, an adamant no for Say me. I was in Los Angeles. What? The city of angels. If, if, I said, if I said I was in California, you'd be like, who is this girl? I'm being serious. Whoa. I was in the city of angels. <laughs> and, and I went to the most expensive grocery store. It's a chain. It's called Air One, which is an anagram of nowhere. Very, very, very LA. Now, you might not know the name of this chain, but you might recall the viral Bella Hadid smoothie. It was $19, strawberry and some other miscellaneous ingredients and superfoods. It popped off. I didn't want to tell you how much that would cost with a conversion. Roughly 40 Australian dollars. It's ridiculous. So when it was time to go to Air One, I was like, you know, what? I'm not even going to deal with it. Because up until that point, I already spent, I couldn't even tell you how much money I spent at Coachella just on nonsense food. Oh. $12.50 hot dogs. That's 20 bucks for a common hot dog. I was done That's spending insane. money. So my best friends go into Air One, and as you can imagine, it just feels like a bougie Coles with overpriced everything. $40 sushi, $20 acai, all of the whatever. My friend rolls up to the checkout. She's like really stoked to get this tote bag, right? I'm like, okay, cool. Like we love a souvenir. She picks one up. Yeah, maybe it's like a durable cotton twill, nothing special. But when it gets ringed up at the checkout, it's $150 US dollars. She's stunned. Creepers. The checkout guy is stunned. He's looking at her. She's looking at him. Will she buy it? Won't she? Obviously, she doesn't. You know what he says? The shadiest thing ever. We have a cheaper one. Oh, okay. So what's the cheaper one? Pulls out this generic navy blue tote that says Air One in collegiate font. Not embroidered. Not patched on. Just a little direct-to-garment print. Nothing special. A little auto dust Come on. $80. $80 US dollars. Can you believe that? And it led me to do some research because I'm like, okay, I can understand a bit of a gag, a gag store. You know, you buy some premium novelty, you call it a day, whatever. No, it's not a gag to locals. They derive their personalities and their social status from how frequently they go to Air One and how much money they spend. But I think it's a social experiment of some point. We all know what makes capitalism as a system work is the illusion that things are worth a lot of money, right? Branding, marketing, all of this stuff. Things are worth as much as someone is willing to pay for it. So when you open up a generic supermarket and you say, hey, we're going to do tote bags, branded tote bags, but charge $150. Most people will say that's ridiculous, but a percentage would be like, you know what? That's sick. I'll buy it. They're making bank off your stupidity. I did some research and by that I went onto Wikipedia. Hmm. Mm, thought it was necessary because I wanted to figure out where the name came from. Why is it called Nowhere Backwards? What does that mean? Anyway, apparently it's derived from the 1872 satirical novel Air One by Samuel Butler. In the novel, Air One is a utopia in which individuals are responsible for their own health. It is a sham, babes. It's a sham. Selling you back the illusion of health and wealth at an extreme price so you can feel like you're healthy. Meanwhile, your hips are calcified, your bones are rotting, your liver doesn't work, and your lungs are blackened. So it's giving Scientology adjacent food. I went there in 2017, so before you, and when I was actually on a run, I was like doing a run content piece with Nike, first time I ever ran. Okay, athlete. 10 kilometres, okay. Sick. Sent me down an interesting path in my life, but 
We'll get to that on another day. <laughs> um, I went to Erewhon and there was like special dog food that was like $100 for a pellet of dog food. There was diamond activated water. Mm. I was beside myself. I actually did a skit in Erewhon. Hot. Um, early adopter. Early adopter. And I will say, you know what, if I had the cash, there was just something about it. But There's- I think that's the point. The average person does not have the cash. One thing about LA, one of the most expensive places to live – one of the first times I went, I w- was at a bar having one of those really strange conversations with a tech bro who was like, listen, like, LA is about hustling and grinding and making it in the big city and whatever. But he was like, most people I know who are, like, aesthetically popping have chosen to own a car instead of having a place to live. Yeah. Houseless people sleeping in their car so they can flex on you frequently, buying $19 smoothies in hopes of going viral on TikTok. I mean, everyone always references that $2,000 Chanel uh, safety pin. Do you know about that? No. So when people talk about, like, consumerism and the value of something being attributed not to the quality but what someone is willing to pay for it, they often bring up the fact that Chanel sells a $2,000 safety pin or brooch or something. It's just a safety pin and it sells out often and... It kind of reminds me about value generally. I don't think we've been raised or socialized to understand what things are worth because if we knew, we wouldn't consume. And above all, more than humans, I think we're consumers to the big bad overlords. Whoa. I really do. Like so much of this world functions because we want to buy stuff. Like let's say we decided that for every meal, making food at home, no cafes, or they'd just be coffee carts, right? How do you make a whole business around dining if we all hammer down on eating and cooking in? Well, we're still going to see that happen with inflation, babes. I mean, I you think so, but what happened with COVID? Like, cosy living was still up then. People had no income and splurging was happening. You know, I was looking at a statistic that was talking about retail e-commerce sales compared to COVID and now because there was this big spike and boom and everyone's like, how is this possible? Where are people getting money from? So online sales made up 15% of all retail sales, I'm pretty sure in Australia, because Rag Trader said it, in 2020, and now it's 35%. Whoa. So people are spending. That's me. I'm doing my um, Mecca mm-hmm. orders. I bought a Mason Pearson brush the other day. Yeah. And there's yeah, something babe. about when times are tough. Quarter of a thousand dollars. I'm returning it because I said my okay. hair's not worth that. The fact that you said quarter of a thousand, it's not even close to a thousand. <laughs> Just say 250. <laughs> she said, she knew what she was doing with that one too. She knew. But that being said, this idea of, you know, when things are going well, I think that's when we do that little like silly purchases, like small, I'm going to get like the avocado because it's like it's an extra five bucks on the side. But then when times are tough, people start doing luxury. You know what I bought the other day? Insane behavior. I keep making the mistake of traveling spending a bag then moving house and then Babe, spending a bag crazy it's not looking good bruv anyway you know what i think is the height of luxury no we're not doing that yet i haven't finished <laughs> <laughs> anyway point is times are tough all right you know what i saw piece of art oh from no ebony russell who's that amazing art ceramicist she just did a show i was away i told myself if her things would be on sale i'd buy it 1900 i said yeah. I gotta do it, love. Is she the one that makes the religious figures? Yeah, true. What did she bring out this time? Oh no, no, no. you're talking about my Kildy? Yeah, no. Anyway, I'll show you later. The point is, people will spend, and like, if we could deprogram, 
I wouldn't because it's nice to be a hot girl. But it'd be interesting to see what we would deem worthy to spend our money on if we deprogrammed our understanding of what is considered worthy of spending money on. Because why discretionary spending? Why do I need to buy a sweet little treat when I leave the house? Hello. <laughs> Me going to chemist warehouse, buying three different types of deodorants just to feel something. <laughs> I got the cucumber dove. Oh. The pink pearl dove. I thought you'd be on natural deodorant. Babe, serious? Natural deodorant? I hate people who wear natural deodorant. Sorry, controversial. Stop it. Just be smelly. Now you smell like smelly and eucalyptus. It stinks. I have never seen the side of you. It stinks. You've been listening to the Flex and Froom's daily podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.